Welcome back to the Crossroad Connection podcast, where we are connecting you to the stories that shape our community. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about two people that were in the birth of Jesus' story in the book of Luke, and that's John the Baptist's parents, Zachariah and Elizabeth. So if you'd like to know more, a little bit more about them, stay tuned today to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, and I hope you're having a great week. And I was thinking today about, uh, you know, the chapter of Luke and the story of Jesus' birth. And uh, John the Baptist, we all know John, and he's uh, Jesus' relation through Elizabeth and Mary, their cousins. But um, I don't know, uh, Pastor Peter and I were talking last week on the podcast, and we couldn't come up with poor old Zachariah's name for a while. And, And so I did a little bit of digging this week on just about him. You know, I knew the story about Zechariah and how he didn't believe that the angel, you know, when the angel told him that they would have a baby because of their old age. But I want to read this to you uh, from from the Bible, um, exactly what it says, and then, and maybe this will prompt something to come back to you. In Luke chapter 1, it starts out in verse 5, an angel promises the birth of John to Zechariah. And um, I'm going to skip down and start reading chapter 8, though. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the customs of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. Now, I'll stop there and and just let you know that Zechariah is a priest. And so um, he has to go into the temple. Um, His wife, and, and he was also a descendant of Aaron, so, and they were both very righteous in God's eyes. They had his favor, um, and they were childless. They um, were not able to conceive a child, and they say it's because Elizabeth wasn't able to conceive, and they were both very old. So, that's a little background story. And when the time came of burning of incense, all of the assembled worshipers were praying outside. When the angel of the Lord appeared to him, Zechariah, standing at the right side of the altar of incense, When Zechariah saw him, he was startled, and he was gripped with fear. Another thing that I think is amazing, uh, pause on the scripture, all these people in this story, and you know, you go to the shepherds, you go to, um, they were all gripped with fear when they saw these angels, which makes you wonder, what did they look like? What, What made it so scary at first? Back to the scripture in verse 13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear a son, and you will call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient of the wisdom of righteousness to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. So 
when he went back to his wife, very excited to tell her what had happened, he couldn't speak. In fact, it goes on to say he couldn't speak until after John was born and he was named, which that's another really fun story. But I want to give you some uh, I want to give you some facts about Zechariah. He was a righteous man and served and served among God's priest. He was one of a few people to be direct, directly addressed by an angel, which I think is just amazing. Very, very, just amazing. He faithfully carried out many tasks that God had given him, and this was this was a big one. But he doubted that angel, and so um, that was his punishment that he couldn't speak. And I mean, I think we think about. I know you husbands are probably laughing, like, "Oh, I wish my wife couldn't speak for six months." But um, I think that would be really tough. Um, he couldn't speak until the baby was born. But um, he spent. Actually, I'm sorry. He spent nine months silent. Um, and that was, that was definitely a, um, a punishment. I can't say that I think it was the best punishment, but nevertheless, it was his punishment. Um, but I think that, uh, was very interesting that the angel Gabriel went to him as well. And so we hear a lot about the angel Gabriel and going to Mary and, um, also his wife, Elizabeth. Um, it's just amazing to me. That, um, you know, Mary kind of doubted Gabriel and she was unsure because, you know, she questioned it, but she didn't, I guess she didn't doubt him. Um, she wondered because she was a virgin and, and she was unmarried and how she asked questions, but she wasn't really, um, doubting God's uh, ability. So anyway, we know that John the Baptist is born we also know that um, his mother, Elizabeth, is a cousin to Mary. And when Mary goes to visit Elizabeth to discuss this, John leapt in Elizabeth's belly. Um, he knew, and it said, the angel told uh, Zachariah he would be full of the Holy Spirit before he was even born. So I think that is just, uh, I think it's amazing. Another amazing fact, or a notable fact, I think, about these two is they knew about the coming Savior. They, along with Mary and Joseph, they knew before anybody else did. I think that's a really cool fact about them. Um, a key verse that I love about Elizabeth, and we, and I just mentioned that, but why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord should come to me? She's saying this in Luke chapter 1, verse 43 through 45. This is Elizabeth speaking to Mary. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who believed the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And I think that is so, so special. I love that it goes on to talk about um, John the Baptist is born. And Elizabeth gave her son the name John, which was not customary. Um, the babies are normally... Um, named after their fathers, and she said his name is not Zechariah. No, he is to be called John. She says this in verse 57. Um, they said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. And then they made a sign to the father to find out what he wanted to name the child, and he asked for a writing tablet. And in everyone's astonishment, he wrote his name is John, and immediately 
His mouth was opened and his tongue was set free and he began to speak praising God. And that's awesome. He goes on in um, verse 67, which if you've got time this week to read it, it's wonderful. He goes on and prophesizes about the coming Savior. And um, I think that's just, uh, it's a very neat story. It's one that doesn't get told often in the story of Jesus's birth, but it's coinciding with what's going on. So I hope you enjoyed that little information. Like I said, if you'd like to know more, check out chapter one of Luke. And it goes on to talk about, it. you know, Jesus's birth is in there as well. And um, the true Christmas story is right there. But I wanted to bring up John's parents a little bit. Um, they're very special people in this whole story. And, and he goes on to lead the way for the Messiah. John does, baptizes Jesus and uh, a very important, important person in Jesus's life and in his ministry and story. So um, I hope you enjoyed that today. Guys, this weekend, this is our, a big weekend here at Crossroads, and we've been gearing up for Christmas on the Square for many weeks now. And I have to tell you, thank you so much for all of you who have um, signed up to come in Friday and Saturday evening to volunteer. Um, if you forget when you signed up, call the office, and I will get you get you uh, the day that you signed up for. Please arrive about 30 minutes early. So if you're set to come Friday night, be here about 530 and if you're set to come on Saturday, um, it's 3 to 7, so be here about 2.30. Um, we would love to see you move around and do all different things while you're here as far as volunteering goes, greeting people, helping with ornaments. We're going to have you all um, informed when you get here Friday and Saturday, but just um, I hope you're excited just to visit with your your church family, but as well as um, the community as they come in and and come into our building, and uh, we can serve them and give them some real Christmas, um, the Christmas story. We're going to have that read to them, but just the true meaning of Christmas, and I hope it's a, I know it will be, and I hope and pray it's a special night, and and in that regard, start praying for the event. Pray for um, he- good health, good weather, and just for everything to run really smoothly, but ultimately just for God to be glorified. Um, everything we do here, we try to try to have that in mind. And so I pray that it's a great event, but um, a big thank you to everyone who's made this possible, all the people around town. And, and if you're listening and you're not going to volunteer or you can't volunteer, bring your family and come out Christmas on the square. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun weekend. On Sunday, the kids' choir will sing in our services. Um, So if your kids have been practicing with Pastor Stephanie, make sure to rehearse this week at home a bunch and practice up this weekend while the kids will sing um, a couple songs for us. And then, gosh, you guys, the following weekend is the 24th. It's Christmas Eve. I don't know how it's here already, but it is. So... um, I hope everyone uh, plans to come out. We will have two services like normal at 9 and 1030. Come out and enjoy an epic Christmas Eve service. That's what we've been calling it here um, in our staff meetings, epic Christmas Eve service. Anytime we can enter uh, church on a Christmas day or Christmas Eve, is, I think to me is extra special. But um, I hope this holiday season you're planning to be able to make it to church and bring your family, bring your neighbors, invite a friend. I know everyone could use a little Christmas magic, Um, and so I hope that we can um, see you all at church on Christmas Eve, 
and that will be extremely special. I want to leave you with a scripture today, and it goes back into Zacharias' prophecy. It is found in Luke chapter 1, verse 76, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare a way for Him, to give His people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. I hope that this story is uh, has been a good one for you this week, and I hope it's something that maybe you didn't know, and and now you do. But go out and read Luke. It's uh, it's a great, it's a great, great Luke one. Go out and read it this week. It's a great uh, chapter in the Bible. Of course, the Christmas story is wonderful. I could read it over and over, and it would never get old. So even if you've read it before, go out and read it again this Christmas season. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you so much for the words that you've uh, inspired, the writings in the Bible. And we love to go out and read your Christ- the Christmas story about Jesus' birth. Lord, thank you so much for giving us your son. You made yourself a baby. You, and like Pastor Peter said this past Sunday, you were so humble that you came to us in the form of a baby. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for, for all that you do, all that you've done, all that you will do. Lord, be with us this weekend as we open our doors to our community and bring in people. Let us bless them. Let us uh, introduce you. And that's our ultimate goal is they feel your love. So I thank you for all the people listening. I thank you for this church and our volunteers. Just ask that you bless everyone listening today. I ask this in your name. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I uh, I hope to see you this weekend at Christmas on the Square. I hope you have a great week, and I hope to see you all on Sunday.